Welcome back to the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. And we've got quite a bit we want to talk about today. And especially for those who perhaps want to kind of hone in your skills when it comes to pizza. Everybody loves pizza, right? I mean, that's, you know, that's a staple. We grew up eating pizza. We grow old eating pizza. We love pizza pizza. And one of the best ways to do it, believe it or not, is on the grill. So we're going to talk about that. Whether you've got a Kamado style grill, whether you've got uh, a pellet grill, uh, or, uh, you know, one of those little sidekick gas things or, or pizza oven type things, maybe an uni pizza oven. That's a little different ball game there, but we might try to get into that a little bit as well, but we'll be talking about pizza. But man, I got to tell you something. I have been in the process of moving my studio and my changing offices. My wife and I were sharing an office for a while and, um, uh, you know, what we're empty nesters now, right? We got, <laughs> we got a lot of extra room. So I confiscated one of uh, the girls' old bedrooms and uh, I am setting up this podcast studio. And I, man, I'm excited about it. It's, it's awesome. I love it. Uh, I love just how it sounds in the room itself now. And uh, th there's been a couple of, of problems, some difficulties though. And it, it's kind of frustrating. You know, um, I use a uh, M1 Mac mini for most everything that I uh, am doing when it comes to, um, you know, the, the recording or um, you know, uh, internet, you know, uploading things, I guess would be really <clears throat> what it's used for more than anything else. But, um, we need any live streams I do for the church or anything. That's the computer that I use. Well, with this podcast set up, you know, and, and of course being blind, I don't need a, a monitor to begin with. So, um, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, either I don't hook up a monitor, but then my wife can't use the computer, right? She's, you know, she's got to be able to see what she's doing. And so, um, you know, she wants a monitor. So I've got a secondary desk set off to the side and I wanted to run a cable over to the monitor, but it's a little bit more than six foot. And the, the Thunderbolt three cable that I had, you know, was, just right at or just under six foot and it worked fine, but uh, I needed to get one that was longer. And I tried and I tried to find one and I finally got one off of Amazon, got it ordered and it was 10 foot and it did not work. I, you know, um, it says Thunderbolt three compatible, you know, it lists some of the, the M one MacBooks and uh, some other things. But it, it, granted, didn't say anything about a monitor or anything like that. Well, it, it didn't work, and I couldn't figure out why not. And come to find out, once you go beyond that six foot, uh, you have to have what they call an active cable. It has to have power in it, a chip that kind of converts it at one end, sends it, convert, you know, reconverts it at the other end, I guess. I, I don't, I, I'm not a computer guy. I am technologically challenged to say the very least. So 
so I dove in a little bit more, did some more research, and found out that, uh, yeah, to get a cable that long, really you have to go to Apple themselves. And, oh, my goodness, them things are expensive. And so uh, it's unbelievable, you know, just the, the price. Um, but that, But that's what it takes. That's what would be necessary in order to have my monitor that far away from the podcast setup and for my wife to be able to use the computer. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Um, the rest of everything is, is, is going well. We've got the sound treatments up on the wall. We put carpet down in the room because our entire house was either hardwood or tile. Uh, and that was it. And so now, um, I went and got a carpet remnant and we got it put down and it's the only room that has any carpet in it. So um, it's, it, it sounds good. I really like, I like the feel of the room. I just, I just like how it is. I just, I just like being in here. So it, it's pretty slick. Um, so that's, that's what I've been up to. That's what I've been doing. Some of the things I've been fighting with, um, you know, just my wife's been in here doing cable management, making sure we can walk around the, uh, the desk and the, you know, everything without tripping over wires and doing all of that. I got the Rodecaster Pro, uh, two sitting here on, uh, on the desk, along with uh, a bunch of Elgato stuff, got the uh, uh, oh, the uh, Elgato Stream Deck, which helps me control some of the live streams that I do uh, on other other shows, other other channels. So it's it's pretty slick. It, it's a nice little setup. I'm kind of excited about it, and uh, really just uh, love just spending time in here and playing around with with all this equipment. So, uh, but anyway. With all of that said, folks, if you have questions about any of that or other grilling or cooking questions, technology that, you know, if you want to know what I'm using, uh, microphones and other uh, hardware stuff, send me an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com, and I will do my best to answer your questions or talk about it on the podcast and uh, talk about the setup a little bit more. And But, uh, yeah, you know, I know some folks might have some questions about that. I got some recommendations and, and things that are probably a little bit more accessible than some of the things that I'm using. But, uh, you know, if you have some sighted assistance, then some things that I would recommend. And if you don't have sighted assistance, some other things that I might recommend. So if you got questions about it, shoot me an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com. Well, let's talk about... The uh, let's talk about pizzas first of all. Now, I, I don't know what kind of pizzas you guys like, I don't know if there's a particular uh style or a, you know, um, if you what kind of crust or anything like that that you guys like, but uh, I, I, regardless of what your favorite kind of pizza is, I'm, I'm telling you, you if you make pizza at home. Doing it on the grill is just takes it to a whole other level. You know, you wonder what's the big deal about all of these uh, brick oven pizza joints, pizzerias, and, and and things. And you go there and you eat their pizza, and you're like, yeah, this is good. And I think it mainly affects the cheese and the crust more than anything else. But uh, all the ingredients benefit from it. Well, you can get that effect, especially with a ceramic grill. You know, the, these brick oven, that's what they are, right? Basically ceramic. So, um, you know, the the Big Green Egg, KJ, or, or Primo Grills, 
just do a phenomenal job with pizzas. I mean, they, it's just it's just amazing, and you can really control the smoke. You know, if uh, if you want to add chunks of wood, whether it's uh, it's hickory or alder or oak or or something else, pecan. You know, if, if something else you want to add in order to get a little bit of that flavor or more smokiness, if you want, or just a more of a neutral uh, kind of <clears throat> lump charcoal like uh, like fogo charcoal or something like that. Uh, then, then you can do that. You can, you know, you can really get what you want with your pizza out on the grill, and you don't have to burn up your house with the oven on in the kitchen when it's especially, you know, ninety degrees outside, hot and humid, and getting your, you know, getting your house all hot and bothered as well. So, it's pretty cool. But there's a lot of questions folks have about cooking pizza on. The grill. So let's. Uh, I thought I'd talk about that just a little bit, and and a couple of things that people ask. Do you have to have a pizza stone? Um, and and the answer is no. You don't have to have a pizza stone. There's a couple of things that I use. Pizza stones are great. They work very good. No doubt about it. I mean that's that's what they're for, right? Pizza stones. There's a couple of things about pizza stones you want to be careful with. Uh, I know a lot of folks get those Pampered Chef's uh, pizza stones, and then all of a sudden they they crack or break, or you know, I, some people say explode. I I don't know to what extent they're talking about on that. I I really don't. I, I know you don't want any moisture in them or anything like that, so you want to be careful. But uh, you know, some of them are rated for certain uh, temperatures. Uh, you know, and a lot of times these uh, these grill brands make their own pizza stone or have their brand of pizza stone. And, and you know you're safe there, right, because they're selling that stone to be put in their grill. And so if you're going to use a pizza stone, I would highly recommend you get one that is rated for a grill, you, whether it's a big green egg, if, if Weber has one or, or KJ or whoever it is. You know, but get a pizza stone that you know is made for putting on the grill. Uh, but a pizza stone isn't always necessary. You know, Weber has this little vegetable tray. It's, it's round. It's like a pizza pan. It's shaped like a pizza pan. It's got holes all over it. Uh, and, and for a thin crust pizza, we make our own thin crust. When we put it on that, pan and put it on the egg, man, it, it comes out so good. So just, just the right crispiness and it, it's just awesome. It works so well. Uh, and you know, it's, it's a metal pan, like a pizza pan and, and it works great on the egg. But I'll tell you one of my favorite things to use, which I think works even just as well as anything else you could possibly have. And it's very possible that you already have it in your house. And that is cast iron, a cast iron skillet, for example. Uh, now, there are some that have cast iron skillets that don't have handles that, again, are made for going in the grill. And then there, you know, your general household cast iron skillet may have a handle. Just make sure that you can close the lid of your grill if you stick it on there. And, and if so, it'll work. It'll work great. And not only will it work great, but you can use it for... Well, any type of crust, whether it's a thin crust, original, or or a you know a, uh, a thick crust, uh, you can use a cast iron skillet 
and it does a phenomenal job. They're very good and, and well known for, you know, their even heat and things like that. So, uh, so that's what I would recommend uh, when it comes to what you're going to put your pizza on. Whether you get a a pizza stone, uh, whether you get some type of metal pizza pan that you don't mind putting in your oven uh, or rather in your grill, or a cast iron skillet. Uh, sometimes with pizza stones, sometimes we use, uh, not a lot of folks will, uh, will say if you're going to use a pizza stone, put down some cornmeal, uh, when that works, uh, but also parchment paper, you know, when you roll out your crust, roll it out on parchment paper and just stick the parchment paper right on the pizza stone and your pizza will come right off of that when it's done as well. Uh, and so you can use parchment paper, uh, on top of your stone if that's what you're going to if that's what you're going to use. So that's a couple of, of options for you to think about. And, uh, and again, those, they work really well. Um, you just get a nice set of insulated gloves, heat resistant gloves, you know, to handle those things when they are hot. Cause that's really the biggest thing when it comes to those who are blind or visually impaired is generally your, your, your grill is going to be much hotter, uh, than your, than, than most cooks. And um, it can be a little bit more intimidating because sometimes the controller that you, we would generally use, like the Flame Boss, doesn't have a probe rated for a high enough temp without burning it up. And so you can't use the the Flame Boss. And so you got to get your grill hot uh, and try to figure out a way to know what the temperature is on uh, on your grill. I, I've got a couple of little tricks and things that I do. I'll uh, use the Flame Boss Pit Probe through the top of the grill to get the grill up to about 375. I start closing down the top, and as it approaches 400, you, because I don't want to burn the probe out, um, you know, I'll, I'll um, you know, try to get it to about 400 just using the uh, the vents at the top. And once I get it there and it seems to be kind of stabilizing, I pull that probe out. And then if I want to go a little bit higher, I can just, you know, just start opening up the grill just a little bit, uh, the top vent, to get the temperature up just a little. Uh, you know, it, it's not perfect. It's not an exact science for, for, for me being blind, but, uh, but it works. It, it, does, it, it does a good job. So, so that's what I do when using the big green egg for, uh, for cooking pizzas. And uh, I do an indirect cook. And with my plate setter, you know, there's a lot of questions about the plate setter and the big green egg, also known as the convector. It what allows you to do indirect cooks. And you know, for those who have held it, who who are familiar with it or who can see it, the question often is, you know, legs up or legs down. I legs up. All right, I almost all I I've used a convector or plate setter legs down a couple of times. Usually when I've got a Dutch oven and I set it on the plate setter directly. But <coughs> excuse me. But even then um you know, I I usually use the plate setter almost exclusively legs up uh in my grill. So that's uh, that's kind of the setup. Indirect cook, plate setter in, legs up, and, uh, you know, with the cooking grate on, you can slide your pizza stone or your pizza pan or your cast iron skillet right there on your cooking grate. 
and and cook your pizza right there. You can get a second um, a tier rack and do two pizzas at one time. There's all kinds of systems out there for either holding uh, two pizza stones. There was a, a Roswell rig uh, that I had years ago in a large egg. And of course, now, you know, with the expander system, you know, you got two levels uh, at least. So you can do, you know, two pizzas on your egg uh, with that system as well. And, and so with that said, um, and, and I will come back to uh, other types of grills. I want to come back to the cooking pizzas on pellet smokers as well, because they, they can do a great job with pizzas also. Uh, but let's stick right now with the ceramic cookers for just a minute, because it, it, we just actually did this the other night. Uh, my wife and I had some folks over and we went and got some take and bake pizzas from Papa Murphy's and, and we cooked those on the grill. And again, they, they're not, they turn out phenomenal. I mean, they're, they're just amazing. Um, you know, cooked on the grill. Now we do our own crust uh, we do have on Blind Grilling's YouTube channel. You can search for St. Louis style pizza, and I think there's a recipe on there for the thin crust pizza, and it it's awesome. Um, I love it. Another thing that we do for our pizza crust is my daughter Sarah, who was on the podcast several weeks ago. You know, we talked about her pretzel recipe. Man, oh man, her pretzel recipe makes for an awesome, awesome pizza crust. It really does. I mean, just that, you know, you get this, uh, this pretzel dough pizza crust and it's just, oh, so good. It is just amazing. And so I, I would recommend trying that. And, uh, again, we use, uh, cast iron skillets for, for cooking those, uh, especially with that thicker dough, that thicker crust, it just works so well. And so, so those are a couple of options that you have, whether you want a thin crust or want a little bit thicker crust, that, that pretzel dough, man, I'm getting hungry thinking about it. To be honest with you, I'm thinking, like, I just had pizza, but oh yeah. Thinking about that <clears throat> pretzel, mm, man. All right. I got to get refocused here. <laughs> oh, refocused on what we're talking about. <clears throat> so uh, pizza on the grill, on the big green egg, KJ or Primo. So one of the next questions that comes in is um, how hot to cook? Well, I, I, you know, yeah, let's deal with that. How hot to cook the, the, the pizza? What, what temperature to get your grill to? And a lot of times, generally, guys will tell you, man, if I'm cooking pizzas, I'm going up to 500 or 600 degrees. And, you know, we're just cranking them out. You know, we just put one in, you know, Three to five minutes later, we're pulling it out, putting another one in, pulling it out, putting another one in. And depending on the crust, that can work really well. You know, with that thin style, um, St. Louis style pizza crust that we do, uh, yeah, about 500 degrees. And, you know, if uh, if the pan or the pizza stone is hot already, then, yeah, we're looking at about four minutes of pizza. And, and that crust is done. I mean, the cheese is, I mean, just everything. It just, it just, boom, it's, it's ready to go. And we'll set up kind of like a little uh, buffet style, make your own kind of pizza. And we can do several small little pizzas and folks can put on it what they want on it. 
And then they can just kind of make like a little assembly line, put what they want on their pizza and then, you know, take it out, put it on the grill. First come, first serve, you know, put it on the grill, wait, you know, four minutes or so. And then you pull it out and they got their own little personal pizza. Uh, it, it's really cool, um, especially for your big family events or something like that. Everybody wanting their own, you know, different styles of pizzas and uh, and things. And you can crank them out pretty quick uh, with no problem. Um, but do you have to go five or 600 degrees on, on that? Or is that the best option across the board? And the answer to that is no, uh, to both questions. You know, usually if people are asking what temperature do I cook pizzas at on the grill, the rule of thumb is to get the temperature at the recommended for that pizza. So if you're, you know, a lot of people, believe it or not, cook frozen pizzas on the grill, right? And if that frozen pizza instruction tells you to get the grill to 400 degrees or, or the oven to 400 degrees, then get your grill to 400 degrees and, and just follow the instructions. And if it says, you know, at 15 to 18 minutes and at 400 degrees in the grill for 15 to 18 minutes and, and it'll work. Uh, so if you're making a dough and that dough tells you, you know, what it recommends, you cook it at in the oven uh, and, and what temperature to get the oven, then that's the temperature you should get your grill and follow those instructions. You know, you can play with that. There's there's a little bit of, of leeway that you have with that because uh, even ovens cook things at a different temperature. You know, different ovens you set to 400, some are going to be 380 and others are going to be 410. And so, you know, there, there's a little bit of, of uh, <clears throat> oh, forgiveness, I guess you could say, uh, in that uh, when it comes to the temperature that you're going to be cooking at. But, you know, you can, you can make that decision. You can decide what you want to cook it at uh, and try it. And you'll find out, you know, after the first pizza or two, whether or not <laughs> that temperature is good for that pizza or that crust. You know, but as a rule of thumb, use the instruction for the oven and set the temperature of your grill uh, for that. And then, you know, if you want to try and go a little hotter, then then try it. You know, I mean, hey, th this isn't a one and done kind of thing, you know, because I'm going to tell you, if you start cooking pizzas and you find out the kind of results you can get from a grill, you're going to do it more than once. And so you can play with it. You can you know, adjust your temperature and your time and, and figure it out and uh, and have fun with it and, you know, different toppings and all that, different types of crust. and um, But but I'll tell you, once you start cooking it in the grill, that, that's the way you're going to want to do it. It really is phenomenal. It's awesome. It is just – it's just awesome. You, it's just it, hard to beat, hard to beat pizza on the grill, especially the ceramic grills for sure. But with that said, let's let's talk a little bit about the uh, the pellet grills for just a minute because there's a lot of folks out there that I know that listen to the program that have the pellet grills, and they're wondering, well, you know how you know how can I do it? And and really, it's the same the same thing. You know, if your grill can get hot enough uh, for the instructions of that particular pizza, you know the the Papa Murphy's pizza that we brought home. Um, recommended 425 degrees. Well, most pellet grills can get to 425 with no problem. A lot of them can get to 500 with no problem. There's a few. Camp Chef has their woodwinds that can get up to 600 degrees. And so there's certainly some pellet grills that can get up to 
that 425 with no problem and and cook those pizzas. And so they should do a great job, you know, and you just have to pay attention. Um, you know, make sure you get it plenty heated up, you know, preheat uh, your grill just like you would your oven. And then, of course, um, you know, you I, I would recommend preheating the stone um, if you're using a pizza stone and then uh, and put it on the grill and 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 cook your pizza just like you would in the house. And I think you'll you'll find some amazing results. Um, I, I think you'll really love it. You know, there there are other options. Some of these pellet grills, you know, uh, the Green Mountain Grill has a a pizza oven option, like an insert that you can put in the grill and cook pizzas. The Camp Chef has a sidekick with a little pizza uh, oven that goes on the sidekick. And, of course, that's gas-powered or propane-powered. Um, and so you can, uh, you've got your pellet cooker there, but on the side, you've got a little side shelf with a, a propane burner and a, a pizza attachment. And so you can cook pizzas there. And again, the same, the same thing applies, right? Just set your temperature to what they recommend that crust or that pizza to be set to and, and cook it. But uh, when it comes to smoke, though, doing it right there on the pellet grill, you know, with the pellet smoke or on the ceramic grill, uh, oh, it's just it's just so good, so good, hard to beat. You know those uni, the uni pizza um, <clears throat> cookers. You know those things. I, I stay away from them, I, and I'll, uh, there's a couple of reasons. I'll tell you why. If you're blind or visually impaired, um, <clears throat> I do not recommend an uni uh, pizza oven. They work fantastic. They are amazing. The pizzas are amazing. But I'm going to tell you something. Those things get so hot, and and they're they're just they're all metal. And I, we're talking seven to nine hundred degrees. Them things are just screaming hot. And I just don't want to be around it. It's just way too hot. Um, There's a guy who came into the the grilling store was was looking at them and and uh, he was going to get one for uh, a family member because he had one and they all loved it. And he was talking about, because they run on pellets. You put pellets in it. And he was talking about dropping a pellet on top of the, uh, you know, adding some more pellets to do some more pizzas. And he dropped a pellet right there on top of that uni. And within a minute, that pellet caught on fire right there on top of the grill because it was so hot. And yeah, I, I mean, they work great. And if you're sighted and you want to use one of those things, you go ahead. Um, and I would eat it because I know they turn out some great pizzas, but they get so hot and there's, you know, you don't want to feel around on it. And certainly, uh, you know, there's, there's not a large handle at all when it comes to opening the door and, and getting that pizza out of there. So um <clears throat> Yeah, if you want to use it, use it. That's great. That's awesome. They turn out some great pizzas, but I'll stick with my big green egg, man. That's uh, <laughs> that's how I'm doing it because uh, that's I got my own little brick oven pizza right here. You know, there are some other, you know, a lot of other pizza ovens, brick oven pizza, you know, that you, that you can get, uh, you know, uh, what is it, Alpha, Forney, or Forney Bravo, or you know, something like that, <clears throat> uh, make some great outdoor pizza ovens, you know, for, uh, for your home, for out on your deck or built in, um, you know, 
kitchens that folks have outside. So it, there, there's lots of options for you. But I'm going to tell you, it you know, you've are, if you've already got an egg or uh, a pellet smoker, I mean, it, it, you know, try it, try it, and I think you'll be thoroughly impressed, and and you'll love the results that you have uh, in cooking something like uh, like pizza uh, on the grill. All right, folks, if you got any questions or any thoughts that you want to email us at blindgrilling at gmail.com and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear where you're listening from. We'd love to uh, just, you know, just to chat if you want. Uh, I love talking about grilling, about food, hearing from folks who listen to the podcast. We just appreciate that so very much. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, we're not haven't been uploading any videos on the YouTube channel, but the videos we have uploaded, I think are, you know, are, can be very beneficial for you. So go and check those out and, uh, you know, look up some information there. Lots of tips and stuff for in the kitchen as well as at the grill. And, you know, you leave comments on those videos uh, that, you know, keep up with that also. But of course, if you want to email us blindgrilling at gmail.com and, uh, you know, ask your questions and we can do podcasts on uh, <clears throat> the questions that you might have, and uh, we'd love to do that also. Folks, we appreciate everybody who listens, who downloads uh, the podcast, who shares it out to those, <clears throat> to your friends and to your family. It just, it means a lot to us. We really do appreciate it. You can shoot us an email again, blindgrilling at gmail.com. But that's it for this episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. Until next time, remember, if you're looking... You ain't cooking.